You okay. always have to be serious about the podcast. <laughs> just, just, just have fun. I'm rarely accused of that, but okay. <laughs> You're so serious, Chet. I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here with my jeans <laughs> with black current, and you just, you know, your old business. Hello again, and welcome to the Borderline Genius Podcast. My name is Chet Sandberg. And I'm Nora McKinney. I'm a nurse who doesn't want to be a nurse anymore. And I'm a researcher who doesn't want to be in academia anymore. So what do we want to be? I always wanted to be a baker. Don't listen to her. She's a writer. Okay, we're writers. And Borderline Genius is a podcast for writers. Because the world needs another one of those. But this one's different. It's Borderline Genius because he's borderline. And she's a genius. I'm not really a genius. Whatever. Join us as we discuss what we love and hate about writing, writers, writing community, and everything else. It's Borderline Genius. Welcome to the uh, Borderline Genius Podcast. Today's podcast is going to be about critique groups and beta readers. It's going to be a... It's going to just be me and Ioana talking. Um, I know that's not grammatically correct, but whatever. Um, it's fine. It's, it's mm-hmm. like colloquial speech is fine. Um, yeah. So some of the things that we have found in beta readers and critique groups, they're slightly different in that usually critique is from other writers. But before we mm-hmm. do that, um, we've been doing quite a few in a row here just because we wanted to kind of build out our podcast for a while. So You've probably already heard our um, our interview with uh, romance author uh, Rebecca Hefner Rebecca talking about does. tropes, and you more than likely before that uh, heard our. It was a rant on my part in a lot of ways, but the um, the yeah, self self editing tips. Yeah, I'd also like to invite anybody who's listening to this if they want to get a hold of me on Twitter, I will invite them to the Google Doc that has these editing tips in more detail that we were kind of cribbing from when we were doing that episode um and i'll be adding to it as we go it's something that i had originally planned to have to give to any of my clients ahead of time so that they could kind of self-edit before they give it to me but some good advice and some reasoning behind why i might choose one style over another it's a little bit difficult to tell that without getting into an argument on uh, twitter with only what's it 240 characters something like Mm -hmm. that so by all means um you can get into the discord if you go to my uh, Facebook group, which is Chet Sandberg's Close Reader, it is a closed group, so you do have to answer some questions and get a, a, and let in. It's on Facebook, Chet Sandberg's Close Readers. Sandberg is S-A-N-D-B-E-R-G. My Discord uh, invite is somewhere near the top of that, um, and it's an open invite, so you can go ahead and come into the Discord, and we can talk about the Borderline Genius podcast, uh, my work. I can answer some editing questions if you like. But I just wanted to orient some people towards some additional information we have about the podcast. Also, you can find us on most podcasting sites. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Spotify. You don't need to be, um, you don't need a a Spotify account or you don't need a um, a subscription to Spotify to use their podcast or their news and all that kind of stuff. Uh, It's a great way to actually, if, if you already have Spotify, it's a great way to get podcasts. It's very much more easily organized than some of the other ones, and it doesn't have the ads that things like Stitcher do. Personally, I use Stitcher. Stitcher's, their customer service isn't so good, so it's a little bit difficult trying to get our podcast on Stitcher after an initial mess up over email. Uh. Um, So we might not even bother with it if we can get enough readers uh, in other places. If you're on Apple Podcasts or one of the other podcast things, if you could leave us a review, it might be the first review we get, actually, because uh, we're relatively small. If you like a particular episode, if you want to tell um, other prospective listeners what they might find about our podcast that they might enjoy, please do so. And with that, uh, what have you been up to, Ioana? Hmm. Getting yes. stressed mostly. Yeah, uh, right. right. Yeah, you... I have to. I have to, uh, you know, um, renormalize myself. Okay, I use the physics term now. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I have to. I have started, you know, doing many things again, and I have to figure out how to find this balance between doing and resting and not feeling guilty when I'm not doing stuff, and you know, getting my own books out, which I have neglected in the past couple of months and i shouldn't be neglecting them should i but you haven't been neglecting writing i know that 
Well, yes, but I'm writing stuff that I can't publish ever. You, <laughs> I tell you, you really can if you want to. Well, you know, I, I, I'm putting this thing up on Scribofile and I have one reader who's not very happy with the non-linearity. And the you non have me, I'm the... very happy with that. <laughs> you didn't, you read like one, right? I've read three, three or four, I've given you. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's, a, it's two different memoirs. Oh, you want me to go look at the other oh, one too? Oh, yes. Well, the other one is the more jumbled one. So sure. this is the one uh, that the, um, the reader, my reader, Jason, is... Um, ah. Yeah, it's it's like very nonlinear, and there's no sense of you know aha, or, you know because, you know. Um, That's not how you're writing it. It's it's yeah. it's weirdly written. I I understand that. So this is I'm just I just write that for me, and somehow I'm so like I'm going back to my teenage self right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm yes, poem. Poems and it's not bad actually. I know it's not bad. Yeah, because I I, I sometimes. So at some point, I, I stopped. You know, my my development yes. stopped, and I'm I'm getting back to growing so I'm, I'm about 21 years old old i think like maybe 2021 like this is where it stopped this is where i got the, the depression yeah. and the phobias and everything stopped and i didn't evolve you know so, so now not too far behind then that's not too bad not, yeah it's not too far behind so i'm now yeah i already have a phd so <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yeah you're okay, what well, what'd you say PhD? who am i kidding i i said i have a phd yes yes and i'm so, and I'm so young i'm 21 no yeah, well, you know, developmentally, I'm I'm kind of far behind too. So um, I think that you're doing okay if you're only at 21. So we're fine. We're fine. No, I'm just saying, 21s. You know, you can make some pretty rapid. Um, you got the intellectual stuff. It's just the emotional, psychological stuff that needs to catch up. And everybody, I'm getting, I'm getting much better at it. And you know something? This is a this is a myth. People are not emotionally, you know, grown. Most adults. No, I, I don't believe no, that. No, almost none of them. Like if you if you look at people, I mm -hmm. mean. No. I think I'm ahead, honestly, after all the therapy. <clears throat> Especially men. Um, you know, we don't have the um, the adolescence to male adulthood rituals that most earlier cultures had. We just really don't have them. And so in a lot of ways, you have people that are on wildly different levels of, you know, their professional life is at one point, their emotional life's at one point, their coping skills well, yeah. are at another point. Yeah. I remember, you know, I had um, we have we had some English people um, where, where I studied, where I did my PhD, um, and I remember a British professor telling me, you know, because British people uh, go to school early, they go to university early, they get PhDs very very early. Like Americans mm -hmm. would get a PhD when they're thirty or something. Yeah. And 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 we too, we would we do the same thing. But but British people have PhDs at twenty five, twenty six. They go about it the mm -hmm. breakneck speed. And he was telling me, you know, this don't 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 think badly about these guys. They never have the time to, you know, grow emotionally and and right. become mm -hmm. mature because they're like in this. Um, yeah you know, um, success and, um, yeah, so, so they never have the chance. And he was like, this British guy was telling me this so that I don't misunderstand, you know, the young British guys, um, at my, at my, at my institute mm -hmm. who were sometimes in my view, immature, you know, yeah, it's, it was, it was strange. Apparently it's a phenomenon. I didn't know about uh -huh. this, but, um, and of course I have a very small sample, maybe, I mean, I have a British friend who's incredibly mature and yeah. uh, very well balanced, James. So it's oh, James, right, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. But you know, when you're um, so focused on you know what we perceive today as you know career and success, mm -hmm. and I always put success in quotes because um, right, success isn't what society makes us believe sometimes. You know, well, um, not only that, but you can get into some real catch twenty twos. You know, I, I probably was nursing for at least six or seven years longer than I absolutely should have just because it was very hard for me to say, to take the hit and say, okay, I'm going to have to justify to people that I don't make as much money. Yeah, see, that's 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 key. that's mm -hmm. holding you back. And the thing is, you have to define success for yourself. And we talked about this um, a lot of times, right? Like, I never thought I, I want to be a best-selling author, and I still don't think that because I couldn't care less. Success for me is something very different than that, right? And... Mm -hmm. When people say successful author on Twitter, for example, I always, you know, barge in and say, what do you mean? What is this to you? Because to me, it's a different thing than, than it is to you, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we get caught up in all that or and, and we forget that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit the American way, right? That's it you, is. You, you, you break yourself making a career. Do. You don't live. And then at some point you're old and you die. And mm -hmm. I think I'd rather live now. 
that yes. I know about this and not have the career which might or might not make me happy. It's it's rather unlikely that it will make me happy. I think like you're going to be quite fine with publishing and editing, honestly. I, yes, but for example, I was in academia, right? And I saw mm -hmm. all those people. They were breaking themselves, mm -hmm. never sleeping, working 24 hours a day, the seven days a week. And they were very successful and they they have crushing self-doubt and they were overworked mm -hmm. and they didn't sleep and the stress level was enormous I, I i watched my my boss destroying herself for four years and i thought do i want like i'm working in, in that institute mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not working anymore but you know back then i was working in that institute and i was like is this where i'm headed like if i make proposals and get grants and have <coughs> my own students at some point and write papers is this where i'm headed i i don't want that isn't it interesting like, that i like, don't want get, to be successful isn't it interesting that you can get so caught up in doing the things that you've been told to do that you don't even ask whether that's something you really want people do yeah. with fam people do it with family and marriage too honestly um and probably yeah. get married too young but we're, let's we're, i'm gonna turn this back to the subject which i think it's interesting oh, yes. because a lot of people on facebook um yeah are in ad hoc groups, but I've noticed a lot of authors on Twitter don't know what Scribblefile is or some of the other sites, and they don't know yeah. what uh, online critique is, or they don't, you know, in this day, time of COVID, they might have had a in-person critique, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. dynamics of in-person critique are, are, are different too, in that like some, a strong yeah. personality like you and I mm. could really dominate somebody in a way where they can't get as much benefit because we don't even think to check ourselves. Whereas when you have online critique, something mm -hmm. like Scribblefile, it's much yeah. more difficult for that to happen. Mm -hmm. So there's some benefits to it. But I want to talk a little bit about our individual experience with critique um, and kind of talk about stuff. Part of how I became an editor is via critique. So mm -hmm. I wrote Winter Ugen and I started, probably started in late 2014. Mm -hmm really hit it in 2016 to 2017 and then I finished mm -hmm. the novel in 2017. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about writing except for I knew head hopping because I've been told that mm. but I even got like the 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 rules of punctuating dialogue completely opposite and wrong but you know the only person that I let see it was my girlfriend at the time who's also my editor um, and honestly it was just a struggle to get that book finished. Mm -hmm. Then what I did is I, somehow I found out about Scribbleophile, and I started doing and the way Scribbleophile works is um, you have to do pretty much roughly five critiques of other people before you have enough what they call karma in order to 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 um, publish your own to put your own work up there for a critique and then of course mm -hmm. you have to try to um, it's a process but mm -hmm. if you get the right people you know i still have some relationships i developed in critique that uh mm -hmm. one of one might end up being a prospective editing client soon and her i've seen her work it's so funny because the other thing you'll get from critique is you'll start out with somebody who maybe you don't think is a very solid writer but yeah. i gotta tell you you can mm -hmm. find somebody who's not a good solid writer but they listen mm -hmm. to advice mm -hmm. and they i've seen people make light speed jumps in their crafting mm -hmm. in critique it's as amazing. long as i've seen people go from Remember we were talking about dangling modifiers or those ing yeah, verbial yeah, things yeah. that those those clauses that aren't a sentence. Um, I've seen yeah. people go from that and from the repetitive sentence starts and all of that to quite outstanding. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't duplicate fi uh, fiction where I'm like, oh my god! Once you see them get better and then they get edited and you read them um, and you're like, wow, this is truly unique. This is truly wow. something I wouldn't have seen anywhere else. So I met a few people that way, and, and, and you learn as much as, I would say you learn as much from giving critique as you get from getting critique. And what I mean by that is, every time somebody gives you a critique, you don't know how organized their thoughts are. You don't know how, mm. um, how concentrated their approach to style is, mm -hmm. right? So some people mentioned comma splices to me early on, but never said anything about how you really shouldn't have them. Um, so I, and, and Unicorn rules. Yeah, yeah. Well, they work for some things, but what I was going to say was, um, but no, I was, sorry. but my problem was I, I was. I like, I love commercializes in, in some context. In some context. My in, problem was in, yeah. I hadn't had a conscientious, like I hadn't had a conscious examination of when they're right and when they aren't. Ah, uh, okay. So I was using them because I literally, I, I truly thought commas places without conjunctions were better. 
No, I, okay, I really good. Did. And I understand mm -hmm. what you're saying. See, you say mm -hmm. something, I say no, I disagree, and then you explain, and I say mm -hmm. okay, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> this this was what I edited our um, our self editing episode, and mm -hmm. like this was our whole dialogue. Yeah. Like oh yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. You're right about that. Well, you know, you've even convinced me that I might have I might put in some dialogue tags with action in a few places in my story just to slow down the rapid fire. Pace a I can bit. I can tell you exactly what bothered me and when it bothered me. It's, I know it's you very me. very. It's like it's like two two places. It's not more than that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I you, I yeah I, I figured it out. I paid attention and I, I know exactly what um, what my <clears throat> problem was there. Yeah, so, I, I, and yeah. it was very well explained too. That's the other thing. Um, mm -mm. So you will you are going to get destructive or not helpful critiques occasionally. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you need to know what to do with that, um, and that takes a while to learn. But when you go into a place like, especially Scribbleophile, go ahead and look me up. You guys go into Scribbleophile. You can look me up, and maybe I'll, I'll critique a. You get a yeah, line. Yeah, me too. You get a line editor, a professional line editor, critique one of your pieces. But um, that's one of the other fun thing about Scribbleophile. So there are other professionals in Scribbleophile, <laughs> and you won't know. And sometimes, like a gift from the heavens, you will get the most unbelievably like there was uh, there was one early critique I got from a writer that when I looked mm -hmm. at his work, I could not find anything to fix. And he said, "Well, you know, it's it's difficult to find something to fix in your work, of course." Well, thank you, but but what was interesting about that was when he said, "I I can see what you're trying to do here." The man had had a PTSD background, and so he knew it, and he said, "Here, try this, try this, try this, and I think you'll be more effective if you do this." So what was amazing about that was it was somebody who got what I was trying to do and said, "Here, let me show you how you might be able to do that better." That's what you want. What you mm -hmm. don't want and what you will often get in critique, and this is why sometimes people get a bad rap of critique, especially if you run across somebody with a strong personality who wants to steamroll you. And I am guilty as charged. Sometimes I do that. So I don't, mm -hmm. people can go ahead and stop me and say, Chet, I see what you're saying, but, but, but you're steamrolling me and I will stop. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you'll get people who want you to write a fundamentally different work than what you're writing. Mm. They want you to write either like they would or the story they would rather hear than the one that you're telling. And that's a problem because mm -hmm. they might be right that writing is a story in a different way. They might suggest it and you go, oh my God, I never thought about that. That's a better way to write it. Mm. But they might just be trying to tell you how to tell the kind of story that you've already read six million times and don't want to do. They might try to tell you how to make it more commercially viable, but you don't want it commercially viable. They, uh, mm. Especially with literary work. If you put literary work on Scribblefile and you get genre uh, mm. critique partners... Yes, this is what I, happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it's a bit difficult, right? Um, mm -hmm. I use my critics um, um, as a way to find points in the text that are, you know, that don't, don't come across or that people find strange and, and not underst don't understand them. Like somebody told me today, <clears throat> this is like the sentence is over the top. Just this is ridiculous. And it was a ridiculous sentence, right? Mm -hmm. It was a ridiculously complex with did you, many elaborate but, words. But did you so want I looked it? at it. So I thought this, he's, he's a boy. So I removed the sentence and I think the text became better. But mm -hmm. this is, these are, this is why I put the text up there because mm -hmm. if you try to look at plot, there is no plot. If you try to, to look at character development, it's very... Scattershot, yeah. Vague. I mean, it's osmotic. You, you get it by reading. It kind of soaks into you by reading, but you don't. It's it's very like there's no. It's not presented. There's no like linearity. Movie. There's there's no sense of plot. It's just uh -huh. like you're in somebody's head, basically, right? It's not mm -hmm. stream of consciousness, the the style of writing, but it is in a way stream yeah. of consciousness because you. So, yeah, and some people get caught up in in the in the whole plotting. Mm -hmm. uh, thing and they're like but but why isn't this person developing and where is the inciting incident and I'm like these things don't exist <laughs> this yeah, is just a yeah. diary mm -hmm. you read it as a diary right mm -hmm. um, so that's so, something interesting is that yeah. um, that's something interesting is that um, the other thing I want to tell people about with and because you're kind of struggling with this too and it is harder for literary but try to find yeah. The, the the secret to someplace like and I really only know Scribblefile but the secret to someplace like Scribblefile there are lots of groups you can get into if you want to get a lot of critique done and get to the point where you can put your whole novel up because it will take a long time otherwise there is a group that I can recommend called Fast Critters C-R-I-T-T-E-R-S they mm -hmm. will assign you an entire novel to critique yeah. from chapter one to the end and depending on how long it is they'll give you say six weeks 
or two months or whatever. And every time you do one of those, you do a few of those and you earn your own ability to spotlight your work in Fast Critters for somebody else to be assigned. Mm -hmm. So somebody gets physically, like not physically, but somebody gets specifically assigned to your work. So they put up they put up the novels that are available to be critiqued. That means either you have the karma or you are about to get the karma to present your entire novel so that it can receive critiques because mm-hmm. um, you can only get, I think, six per five karma points. So they'll let you present it so that eventually you'll get your turn. And, and the people will rank their preferences for what they would rather critique so that you end up matching people that want to read that are more interested in critiquing your work with people who um, um, have written that work. And so it's a very fast way. But there are other places. There were two or three of us. We all found each other through the uh, sort of uh, 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 sensitive people that were having some difficulty in the regular forums. We, we, uh, somebody built a group for us. And then a few of us said, hey, you know what? We could critique each other's work. And there were like, three or four of us all in one group, just a small group, but four of us all like very intently critiquing each other's full complete works that can be extremely helpful but that a big a big secret i think to scribophile is finding the right groups uh and um i have an axiom for critique and uh you might have heard me say this on twitter but i always like to say critique is like psychotherapy good psychotherapy good psychotherapy is invaluable but bad psychotherapy is worse than none that's how it is with critique. If, you, if you're a fresh new author and you get eviscerated by somebody who's got an ego or wants to try to show how advanced they are um, and not be kind, you might find that occasionally. Now, the good news is places like Scribophile, those kind of people tend to get found and labeled pretty quick, right? And um, the good news about those kind of people is they tend to not actually want to go after softies. They want hard targets with whom they can argue. Okay, so the good news yeah. is you might get a drive-by. Please don't let it devastate you. Um, try to learn what you can from it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it does not mean you're a bad writer. Also, uh, you might put up something that looks like it might not need any critique at all. It might, quite honestly, not need very much critique. But people need to put up at least, I think it's 125 words. And the philosophy behind something like Scribophile is to do the absolute utmost they can to try to improve the work with constructive suggestions. So even Mm. if they think what you did was really darn good, they might put in a suggestion just because they feel like they want to give you every option. So don't take um, um, a loaded critique page and think, oh my God, my work sucks. It doesn't. Sometimes, as a matter of fact, a lot of times you'll get people that'll specifically go into the inline to tell you why they loved what they just read or how it worked or how it made them feel. Um, It's a little bit more granular than a beta read because usually beta readers will give you a general sense, but they don't give you a line by line, here's what I was feeling. And sometimes some of the critique partners you get are going to be amazing for that. Um, But that's my history with it. I I entered critique in 2017 and... um, um, by 2018, I had gotten my first client because he, well, we, mm. you, you can read the, you can listen to the AC episode, but basically I ended up line editing for him and went, this is amazing. I'm going to pay you for it. I think it's fast. The fastest way to level up your skills as a writer, depending on what your goals are, is critique. Um, I think Scribophile is well worth the money for it. Um, I would like to also talk, maybe talk about um, in-person critique groups. And I have been part of some of those. Do you, have you ever been part of a in-person critique group no i haven't because i'm i'm a greek person living in germany writing in english <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean you probably could still find somebody but maybe in the time of covid it's a little bit harder to start so in-person yeah, critique na- groups I mean, can now it's not i mean i have james so <laughs> maybe you mm-hmm. know yeah but with um, friends it's very difficult um i don't know yeah friends are not always the best critique partners but we we like each other's um writing by default although i do i do Tell him I'm going to edit the the shit out of his um, novellas. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Oh, it sounds like anyway. he's got a really uh, uh, quite a um, commercially viable product if you present it. Oh my god, I, th- I think I he, know, does. Right? he does. It because he writes. His pacing is amazing, right? His action scenes uh, are really good. It, he's been writing. He's written like something like the equivalent of thirteen novellas, and mm-hmm. um, but he's been doing it for years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's an aerospace engineer. So he has an, a, a different job day job so mm-hmm. um yeah this is his hobby yeah um so yeah 
But he, we're going to fix that. We're going to make him successful. I believe in James. Yeah. Yeah, and because I've heard you talk about him, I kind of believe in him now too. So I'll be very interested to see what he has. I think your opinion there would be very useful because you're Genre more reader. into fantasy and uh, I mean it's not game lit but it's um, space no. opera. Right? Oh yeah, but yeah. I think you you know the audience better than I do and mm-hmm. um, you can tell us more about the pacing. Yeah. Because okay. for for me it was breakneck. I at some point I told him this is very good but I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what he did is that he had this is okay. We're going back to our point here. How important it is to have the correct better readers and critique partners you want your audience Mm -hmm. exactly so what he did is he asks a couple of gamer friends and they told him to remove all the parts that there was a bit of exposition so he did that and Mm -hmm. it's like action 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 like i i I literally get dizzy when i read that i have to put Mm -hmm. the book down and you know take a breath Mm -hmm. because it's for me it's just it's breakneck Mm -hmm. um and his original instinct was not to do it like that, was to have some, some breaks, you know, mm-hmm. and, and some breathing uh, between the scenes. Um, and this has hap- this happens to me too on Scribophile, and he- this has happened to a, to a good friend of mine. Uh, she has an amazing yes. literary novel, which I've read, and she did go into the fast critters, and mm-hmm. you have to be careful there, because mm-hmm. I she had to read some utter rubbish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I saw these things, I read parts of these things, mm-hmm. they were the the utmost rubbish you can imagine <laughs> um, because this exists right we're not going to say here like everybody likes to Twitter that everybody uh, anyway <sighs> no not, every, not <laughs> everybody who wants to write can write and so not everybody you're going to get matched up with is going to have and to you work. can get better of course mm-hmm. but not everybody will be equally good and right. okay let i tried to say that on twitter a couple of days ago and mm-hmm. it was like i was blocked by a bunch of people anyway I mean, people have difficulty understanding the co- the concept of statistics and and, and means and yeah. uh, standard deviations. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's yes, like, it's like Lake Wobegon, where all the kids are, all the children are above average. Yes, exactly. Have you have you ever heard have you ever heard of Lake Wobegon? <laughs> no, but this is so hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a radio <laughs> like show where they talk where about mathematics this. goes to die. Right? It, 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 well, it just says like it's Lake Wobegon is where all the all the children are above average, um, and they're like, well, that. That doesn't make oh sense God. statistically. Yeah, right. You laughed immediately when I said that, but that's, yeah. That's <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I? Yeah, so um, so she got very bad feedback on her novel because I think people didn't, just didn't understand what she was writing mm-hmm. because she's she writes really, really well, right? And it's literary. Mm-hmm. So like things that were completely clear to me, she had a, 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 scene, a sex scene where it was to me very clear what was happening. So... We should you know, talk about that. This was this was uh, so for her. Scribophile was a re- really bad experience, and mm-hmm. I think Scribophile is way better for genre because I yes. see I see people th- throwing um, you know plot points at me mm-hmm. and show don't tell and why don't you like mm-hmm. in in the memoir I, I write in a, in a very crazy erratic way, mm-hmm. which I think I'm kind of pulling off. I, I can't I can't be sure, but I think I think it works because it's not you know a novel. In a novel, I wouldn't write. It, it like this but you know i do things like i don't say quotes line close quotes um he said mm-hmm. i just i just I, I just put it in the sentence he doesn't do that he says mm-hmm. like i like in third person so his words or her words are in third person and I still put a tag next to it. And they're like, oh, but why don't you just write it as a dialogue here? And my answer is because I don't want to because it's like my, my it's like the, the, the character's thoughts, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing like, is, like, they, they don't like know Like she's thinking, know. oh, the, he says that and he says the other thing and you're in her head. Like, mm-hmm. and these people throw this very standard advice to you and I know all the advice. Like they, mm-hmm. they're telling me things I already know. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm gaining much. It really depends on what you're trying to... Um... On the other hand, you are getting some encouragement where you where you were getting the you're getting people saying, "I think you should change all these things." But when is the next thing coming up? Because I can't wait to read the next thing. Yes, that's that's happened a lot. <laughs> yes. So I want to get and, to and that with beta readers too, because sometimes you'll get that with beta readers, and you'll get it with even with genre appropriate beta readers. But yeah, I would like to just talk about a little bit about. Mm. I want to move on to what to do with conflicting advice, because sometimes you'll get oh, plenty yeah. of critiques, mm-hmm. and I, some I have people. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some people tell you you need to do this, and people say keep doing what you're doing. Don't ever do this, and they're exactly at loggerheads. Yeah. But this happens to me when I give advice, like the mm-hmm. bec- for this friend of mine, for example, the mm-hmm. the lady I was telling you about. Yeah. People were telling her to remove a, a whole plot arc from her mm-hmm. book, 
and she had like one main arc and two smaller arcs which which weaved very well into her main arc and i was like are they crazy like why this is like perfect and this this was her um, experience with this like that that i the literary reader was telling her one thing and and the genre readers were telling her another thing so well it'll make a big difference about who who and you can actually set up in the front you can say this is what kind of novel it is and you can Mm -hmm. actually set readers up to to get some guidance about what they want you can actually not everybody has to go in blind. You can give them an idea what you want. I think maybe the problem with your friend was she didn't even know what she would wanted to ask for because it's hard to figure oh out. Oh my god, at first. it's my fault because I sent her to Scribblefile. I was like, "Yay, look, this is amazing!" But it is. Pretty... And I sent her there, and it was like horrible for her. It's just, just I well, in this, but I think she. Can, but I think that she can fine tune her. Um, I think she can fine tune her approach and actually find people that would, would be quite willing to help her in the ways that that she needs help. I mean, you told me to go take a look at it too, and I just haven't been in to do a critique yet, but. But uh, I will, and there are people like me in the in the um, in the community. Yeah. It's all about with with Scribblefile and with any critique community. I swear to God, one can be toxic, the next can be God like like the most beautiful gift to your writing. The big thing is you really need to figure out how to find the people. You need to find figure out how to find the people that will help you refine your style and your voice, and yeah. not try to get you to write theirs. But something else I would like to talk about now here a little bit is beta readers and how that's different than critique so yeah a big upside of someplace like scribblefile is everybody who's critiquing you as a writer one of the downsides the biggest downside of scribblefile is that every critique you get is given by a writer (laughs) so yeah you get the good of that because sometimes people will know stuff you don't know yeah but you get the bad part in that Writers sometimes lose touch about what's important to readers. They really do. They yep. get caught up in a lot of, yep. of um, deep kind of inside baseball stuff, and they forget that readers might be willing to forgive this flaw if there's this huge other strength. And that maybe in trying to zap a small minor defect, you end up getting rid of some of the immediacy of your storytelling technique, and that might be what readers are there for. So... Beta readers are, you definitely want to get people that you know like your genre and people that you specifically think might be interested in what you're doing with it. The problem is beta readers don't know why oftentimes they like something or don't like something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. They can give you, just as writers can, they can give you advice that's not the right advice. So when yeah. you listen to beta readers, you don't necessarily want to listen to their proposed solutions. Yes. But you yeah. do want mm-hmm. to listen to, if you keep seeing the same problem come up, Yeah, you have to look closely at how you might want to address that problem. And it will more than likely yeah. not be any way that a beta reader tells you to do it. Because mm-hmm. a beta reader will tell you to do, might tell you to do something, but what they tell you to do completely destroys something. Perfect example, you said the critique reader said you need to get rid of this plot point. They were probably trying to do that for some level of pacing or coherence or something like that. So if she it was w- a sentence, it was a very garbled sentence, and mm-hmm. and the guy was right. It was just muddling the whole the whole chapter. I mm-hmm. think this weird sentence. So I just got rid of it and everything. I mean, no, no, I'm talking about your friend. He was right. Um, what? Where somebody? Oh said- yeah, the plot point. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, you meant my friend's mm-hmm. whole plot arc. Yeah, this was very strange mm-hmm. to me. Like the, the book would be completely bare without it. I don't know why you. Or it might not be as know. it might not be as full. I mean, it wouldn't be bare, uh, mm-hmm. but it would lose like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a story of a teenage girl who is realizing stuff and she has some experiences with friends and a boyfriend and she's just, through these experiences, she grows and matures and realizes Coming of age stuff. novel. Yeah, yeah, coming of age novel, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, the relationships with her friends are equally important to the relationship with the boyfriend. And yeah. if you take one of those two out, you just miss half the point, you know, so... But now let's say this. Yeah. What if somebody mistook it and thought it was a romance? then that advice would, maybe that's what they're doing is they're thinking it's a romance. Oh, and so they're I trying understand. to give you advice for that to, to, to get you in line with that. They might not even know that that's what they're doing. Or... I understand, yes. They might be giving... Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying is if somebody keeps giving you the same advice, let's say three different people came in and said, you should d- delete this... Cl- something about that plot arc. Okay. Then you know you do have an issue that you have to address either with where it shows up, how it shows up, how it presents itself, or how it's written. Okay. But so, oftentimes... But I already have a... I already have a problem with it. Okay, continue, but now, and I will tell you what my problem is with this advice, yes. But it may not Oftentimes, be... Oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, but it may not be any of the things that people say, or 
they miss they might be honest and this is where you have to be really honest with yourself because most writers are not yeah is this a legitimate problem or is somebody trying to get you to do something you're not trying to do okay for for better readers mm -hmm. i expect them to tell me mm -hmm. how they felt what mm -hmm. they liked what they what they didn't like where they were bored Mm -hmm. where they where they were annoyed i don't i do not expect them and, and i wouldn't want them to give me advice on how to fix stuff so you, you mm -hmm. said this and i was immediately mm -hmm. i immediately went huh like why would a better reader tell me how do. to fix something because they, sometimes i would do. never like so this is not what i expect from my better readers yeah. what i expect from them is their uh, impression and mm -hmm. you know for a natural a couple of people told me this inner monologue of stella oh my god it Mm -hmm. It tired me, you know. And to me, it so was I'm like I thought you actually dialed it down quite a bit, actually. As somebody who has intrusive thoughts like that, I thought you yeah, actually. So, I thought you actually. Not dialed it down. <laughs> so I, I have apparently. I also had the intrusive thoughts that had to do with self worth, right? Mm -hmm. So um, this is why you understood it, mm -hmm. and I have this pathology myself to an extent. So mm -hmm. this is why you understood it, and this is why other friends of mine who have a similar pathology understand it. But the average reader or my average target reader would find it a little bit tiring. So mm -hmm. I went back and I found a point where, where you know, her thoughts were repeated a tenth time and I took this out. And I really think like this one, you know, this, this one cut paragraph already makes the whole book better. That's good. Know? That's great. So um, you have to, so, and, and my point is first, they didn't tell me cut this paragraph or change the plot like this. They told me I got annoyed. So this, this is the feedback I expect mm -hmm. from my beta readers. And um, then I have to figure out how to fix it. The second thing is I would never act on a beta reader's advice um, if it was only one person. I need mm -hmm. statistics. Like, like uh, there were three people who told me the same thing. And I thought, okay, three people is a better sample, right? So I could act on that. If one person says it to me, I'm like, huh, you know, it's one person. Mm -hmm. So this will happen that, that mm -hmm. different people have different opinions about what they like and what they don't like. But you're and really I aiming don't, for... I don't act on single opinions mm -hmm. except maybe like in Dario's case. Yeah. Like Dario is a, is a very experienced editor. He knows what he's talking about. And if he has, yes. you know, mm -hmm. an opinion, then it's worth considering more than your typical... And sometimes you I have a... Um, a target person specifically that you're writing for. And so you'll take their, you know, I always took Stephanie's um, uh, advice more, more seriously than yeah. I did a lot of other people because I figured she was my ideal reader. Yeah. I also have a specific person, uh, my friend Dimitra, mm -hmm. who always, always, always is my first beta reader. Mm -hmm. when, like whenever I write something, I, I send it to her the exact minute I, I press save, right? Mm -hmm. And... For example, I was trying to, I, I started writing my prequel before this um, shit, shit <laughs> happened with my, with, with my problems. Anyway, uh, and she read the first page and she, and she told me, here you're revealing too much. This is too much. Mm -hmm. And I saw it and I was like, she was, she's right. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm not used to that from you. I'm used to, to you revealing stuff slowly. Mm -hmm. And because she knows how I write and because she knows how it feels, she was able to pinpoint exactly mm -hmm. something that was bugging my, me myself mm -hmm. because I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And she just found it immediately. Yes. And this is the kind of partner you want, right? Yes. Um, Ideally. You, and you might find one or two of those people mm. and you might find them in Scribblefile or you might not. But you might. I found one, at least one reader that really yeah. likes what I'm strong in and can help me figure out how to fix what I'm not so strong in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, something else I wanted to talk about was ranking beta readers. And what I mean by that is if you get a beta reader that gives you pretty good advice and has, is pretty, mm. like you have that one that just, that, you know, you have a beta reader that she's not a writer, but she really nails you, she knows you. But like, this is good that she's not a writer. Right, right? no, she yes. She's not, she never tries to write my story. Yes. So this is, I find this very good. No, it's great. But what I mean is she's obviously, they're more important on the ranking. Yes. So <laughs> they might not have to, if they come up with something and they tell you it's a serious problem, you might not have to hear that three or four times. Yes. Whereas exactly. you might with a more general beta reader. So yeah, just exactly, don't be afraid exactly. to, mm -hmm. don't be afraid to, if you find a beta reader that has given you, who has been very helpful, to try mm -hmm. to enlist them more frequently and try to maybe do what yeah. you can to um, encourage them or to uh, um, make them feel appreciated because they might be your more valuable beta reader. Some are not going to yeah. be as valuable as others, and there's nothing you can really do about that. 
Um, that was just a joke that Jesus advice about critique groups. That's not really. Yeah. What, what was that? I just wanted to make you laugh. <laughs> I just wanted to make you laugh when I, I saw you. I, I knew you would be watching it when I was reading it. When I was writing it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I, now, now you, I have expectations now. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting something very witty and funny, and you're just. I thought here. that itself was witty and funny. I, I, you have to read chapter two to get Jesus' advice about critique groups. But um, <laughs> we'll have to do another. We'll have to do another uh, episode. I'll have I to need a second Guinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're gonna drink one, if you're gonna drink one uh, charcoal tasting beer, you might as well drink two, right? Oh, come on. I'm you taste, I'm being taste bad, poor American. I, mean, I like stouts. I just don't like Guinness as much. You um, know what Tyler told me the other day? We were we were going, going to have ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, and you know, but the ice cream is better if, it, if it's made with cream. And I don't like ice cream that has, you know, artificial uh, mm-hmm. flavorings inside. And you, and you, of course, you can rate the ice cream. He's like, he was like, you know, I'm American, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what does this mean? Like, we eat shitty stuff. <laughs> you know, it's just, ice cream is good. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I have a very, like, I'm, I'm very difficult when it comes to ice cream and, and yeah. culinary things generally. Like, it, it has very, to be very continental for really sure. good. You have a more continental <laughs> yes. approach to food for sure. Because British people don't have that same, stu- those same things either. But I've noticed. Italians, French, um, Romanians, <laughs> um, and and other people in con- in, the, uh, uh, in the continental Europe, you know, they tend to have much much stronger opinions on uh, adulterated foods. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Here's something else, and we have talked about this a little bit, but by God, see if you can help somebody try to figure out what your genre is. Too many writers write, yeah. and they don't know who they're writing for. Now, that's fine if you're doing literary. It's fine if you're just writing to explore. But at some point, if you're going to market your work, you need to know who the hell you're selling it to. Who mm-hmm. is your reader? Now, some people are very bean counter about this. They're, they're very mercenary. And a matter of fact, they'll even write to market. They'll try to figure out who their market is before they even write a word. I can't do yeah. that. I've mm-hmm. never done that. Of course, you know, I said that's, I'd never plot yeah. either, so who knows. But you should have a general idea of who you're going after. And those are the people you want in your critique groups. Those are the people that you want in your beta readers so the more and there's the, there's the problem with literary right because you can't find them very well it's very difficult to find them but once you do find them they're pretty valuable yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um try to find actual partners not just drive-bys some place like scribble mm-hmm. file people will don't go on the, so you'll learn real quick your first one they let you do free they want you to post in the public place it takes longer to get up there and yeah. any old crazy like anybody english may not be their their first language might you oh, yeah. might be a critique. Mm-hmm. You only get three of them. You're mm-hmm. much better off forging relationships and getting into groups and finding people yeah. that to places that you can publish your work to, where people might find it and 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 develop friendships. So all your friends will know yeah. that you got it. Mm-hmm. This takes time, so don't be discouraged. But as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, it's kind of interesting that with a place like Scribblefile, it takes time to develop the karma to, to put your own writing in because it allows you to develop some relationships with via your critiquing. Um, mm-hmm. Also. Some people you will find, if you find the right people, they, I've had this happen where they're like, when is the next part of your novel coming out? And you're like, well, I don't have the karma. And this is somebody who's been on the site for 100,000 years and they've been mm-hmm. taking forever and they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of karma points and they'll just gift you like 30 karma points, which is like, I think you'd have to do... Oh, I mean, a critique is yeah. mo- like 1.5 yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's like 1 to 1.5. So yeah, it's like 30 critiques basically. Um, that 20, they, yeah. mm-hmm. 20 to 20 to 30 critiques that they just give you they'll say I mm-hmm. want to see your work so just go ahead they'll just go ahead and give it to you so don't be surprised if you find some unexpected generosity there too some mm-hmm. people will become your advocate they really were there was one girl that was writing this amazing romance story and I, she just disappeared off the face of the earth but I remember at one point she said part of the reason I'm putting these out is because I'm like I want to hear what Chet has to say about this nice yeah mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I was like I I don't do what you do on Scribblefile I don't really line edit for people I, I would mm-hmm make a comment here and there you know this is a dangling mm-hmm. modifier but i just mm-hmm. leave you know like small mistakes i just leave them i just focus mm-hmm. more on how it made me feel where i where mm-hmm. i felt there there was more um mm-hmm. interiority needed and stuff like that right mm-hmm. um and it was funny to me because like i i'm I f- i'm following a novel now and i'm giving the author some advice and i'm very honest with her the things i don't like i tell her i don't like them mm-hmm. and she was like oh my god you're a very good editor and i didn't really edit like mm-hmm. i gave three points like literally three points three remarks per 
chapter. It wasn't really mm-hmm. an editing job. And I mean, you see there that people crave um, help. Yeah, they want help. Help and and the critique that actually helps them perceive how you receive the piece. You know. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Something I want to say about Scribblefile is. Um, it isn't necessarily the best place to get structured advice because it's hard to find. Yeah. It's hard to have your novel all up at the same time and to have one reader go through it all at the same time. Beta readers are much, much better at helping you figure out overall structure issues. Now, the problem yeah. is they might not be able to give you specific advice. Yeah. For that, you need a developmental editor, right? Which is very expensive. Yes, possibly. Or just a very dedicated beta. Will, if, especially if you've yeah. got a beta who's a writer who, who can... I don't know. Like sometimes you can find somebody with enough uh, ability to give you to get you on the right track. Like you know, I mm-hmm. gave my first novel to uh, AC, mm-hmm. and even though it's lacking in this, the first thing he said is, you know, the thing you resolve is her thing with her son. You really need to work on that. You really need to hit that a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And as you've noticed, I need to hit that a lot harder, even than I ended up doing it. But part of the reason that it's hit as hard as it is is because AC said, yeah. So now he's not. He's a writer. But he, mm-hmm. he beta read it for me, but he did give me some very good structural advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else I want to tell you is don't agonize about one specific beta reader yep. or critique partner who doesn't get something. The other thing is, a lot of times, beta readers especially, they'll ask you questions like they want to know, but I need to know this. I need this answer. No, they don't. They think they do. That's, oh God. They I hate think that. they do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, my beta reader, Dimitra, she didn't say that. She said, you're revealing too much. Mm-hmm. I'm used to you mm-hmm. keeping up the mystery for much longer. See, yep. this is why she's very valuable. Mm-hmm. And applause for Dimitra. Mm-hmm. Applause for Dimitra. <laughs> I love this woman. She's very wise, actually. Mm-hmm. She like gives you, it was very funny. Like when I, when I had my breakdown, mm-hmm. we always chat on, on, on Messenger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we talk oh yeah she was right on top of things like yeah she was like yeah i saw it like weeks before that she she told me i think you need to to take antidepressants and i was like why why i'm not depressed and i wasn't depressed i was stressed but she knew about that Mm -hmm. right and then when i got my that that panic attack that that sent me to bed basically for three days because i couldn't move anymore after that she was like joanna you're having a panic attack you have to do this and that like she was coaching me through Mm-hmm. messages you know like she knew exactly what was going on she said awesome. she saw it coming she saw it coming for weeks mm-hmm. and she was like ready to intervene from belgium because she lives in belgium like this is like an awesome person to have mm-hmm. not even around right mm-hmm. <laughs> even from belgium she just coordinated the situation and solved everything then after a couple of weeks uh, they told me that um they had a network uh, talking with another friend who's in Greece and was co- talking to my mother and they were also talking to, to my husband at the same time to, you know, guide him on what to do. And I was like, when, when was this happening? Where was I? Because now, I'm not sure you're going to find a beta reader that, that that's that good, that they can help self-diagnose your, um, your, uh, your psychological breakdown. But definitely... But I'm telling you, she is that good and I she's my you. beta reader. Oh, yeah. No, I believe you. She is my beta That's reader. Awesome. She is this, I, this is the This is the same person I'm telling you about. I know. No, no, I know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I, don't I wanna, have that person. I don't want to set anybody's expectations so high that they're going to have a beta reader oh, okay. who is also... Uh, you, you, a, meant, you meant the, the, the listeners. Mm-hmm. You, not me, you. Okay, it's yeah. very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the listeners might have a harder time. Finding. But then yet again, you might. I found some, like I said, really close friendships. Um, I mean, you you will find somebody if you look enough, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, yeah. There are so many people and so many writers and so many people. But you really do need this. And something I got to tell you is, is, is the good thing about Scribble Files. Everybody's hungry to get their own work critiqued, which means the way it works out is if you got to do five critiques to get one, it's the opposite of your situation where you're trying to get people to read your work and you get upset that they won't read it because they don't have the time. You go If you go yeah. to someplace like Scribblefile, they are specifically the kind of people who are going, they want to find good work. They want to try to yeah. do critique because they're trying yes. to get their, Oh my God, yes. Because, because they're trying to get their own oh. stuff up as opposed to like, I, so many people are like, well, do you want to read this? Or I need arc readers or blah, 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 blah. And it's crickets because everybody's so damn busy. Whereas if you go to someplace mm. like Scribblefile, I know people are going to think I'm advertising, but I, I'm not affiliated. But like, um, it is a place where people are hungry to read work and you will find, you will make friendships. Yeah. Um, Exactly. So I'll say here, my experience hasn't been the same, and mm-hmm. my friend's experience with the literary novel has been completely bad. So mm-hmm. it depends on what, on how well you can find 
those well i still have to critique her so like maybe once i critique her chapter she'll be like no this is no i'm teasing but (laughs) yeah anyway um yeah so it it won't be the same for everybody no but it's a good place and there are other critique websites Mm -hmm. also and some people have uh told me about them and i and i forgot because we didn't um this is a bit of a spontaneous episode isn't yeah it? so I, I i could have done my research since yesterday but i was busy yeah no me too <laughs> but there are other sites and um like if you ask on twitter mm-hmm. you will find them because people um are willing to give advice and information on that yeah so yeah, yeah. oh something else that you might want to do if you're not already using something like pro writing aid pro writing aid will clue you into some of the same things that beta readers and critique partners and editors will um but it's good to get it's good to get explanations and get terms so you definitely want to get a reader who is willing to go the extra mile and teach you a little bit more than you might already know about Mm. writing and stuff because we all have to start somewhere um I already had a fairly decent basic talent in communicating, you know, in, yeah. in expressing myself. But even then, like, I didn't understand filtering. I didn't understand mm. um, appropriate use of fragments. I had some punctua- punctuation issues. I had issues with repetition. Um, yeah. So some of those um, software suites might help you. I just, I don't want to rely too much on the software suites because sometimes they give you really bad advice. Hilariously funny advice, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. And people get confused about that. I see some, um, some sometimes people uh, post on Twitter what the advice of the software mm-hmm. is, and it's ridiculous. You know, and it's ridiculous. And but some people just don't don't um, get genuinely confused because it make. I mean, some sometimes you get confused, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I generally prefer the human factor. I have to say, yeah. for me, something I think I'd like to really hit home on here is first of all. I meet so many writers on Twitter and you can tell that they've had three or four close friends look at their work and not a whole lot more. And this is a, a, a good opportunity to get people who don't owe you anything and don't care about your feelings as much to give you a genuine idea of what your writing might be like. You def- Or maybe get my friends, yeah. you know, the people who, <laughs> who yeah. couldn't bother, yeah. who told you it's, it's fine, it's okay, it's right. from both housewives. <laughs> Yeah, you're one of the best. I mean, you've written one of the best <laughs> debut novels that I've ever that I've ever read. Nobody was impressed. Believe me, my husband was like, "Ugh, meh." Yeah, and but that's the thing that they weren't the audience. Like sex, like in a book, like ugh. They weren't the audience. So yeah. So even if you get, you definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely good to help you find what your strengths and weaknesses are. It's uh, I can't recommend it enough. I think that my my own writing skills. They they advanced in a um, mm. non-linear in a definitely in a. Um, cumulative Mm. um way um it was definitely a huge jump forward with with critique so something to consider and um i'm I'm on there so if you want to look for me uh you can find some of my bad uh earlier writing and maybe hopefully some of my better yeah i'm on my on there too you can Mm -hmm. find my current bad writing (laughs) that's not bad but okay oh it's 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 very idiosyncratic let's say yeah so can you think of anything else uh, about critiques and stuff and critique groups and beta readers? Do you want to? I, I don't know. I, I'm I do still say... figuring it out. It's very difficult. Yeah. For me, it's just very difficult to find somebody to get the weirder stuff. Um, Definitely beware and... the, the, the syndrome of the dumbest beta reader. So like yep. if nine people understand what you're getting at, but one person is immensely obtuse about it, you don't want to necessarily fix it for that one, re- that one reader because it'll ruin the inside you end up treating the other nine like they aren't smart enough to figure it out when it was really only the yeah. one person. And that's just going to happen. You know, every yeah. now and again, you're going to have someone who just doesn't understand what you're trying to... Yeah, I mean, I... Don't let example, them derail I had this... Yeah, I had a 399, you know? I mean, okay, that's the, that's a different situation. There was a person on file who writes basically with fragments, right? Uh-huh. Very telegraphically. And, and she said, or he said, I don't know if it was he or she or something else. Um, they said, um, for a 399 <laughs> word chapter, hmm. like, it looks like you're padding here. And I'm like, okay, I can write, there is a woman, mm-hmm. there is a man. <laughs> She's in love with him. Full stop. End of chapter. Like, I, like yeah. it, was, it was so bizarre to me that... Yeah. She like they didn't like the um explain the you know the depicting of a person's 
feelings and inner world, which which you which you happen, right? Some mm. people don't like that, but I wouldn't base my right don't base my you. writing on the person. Who, like I wouldn't base um, uh, the rewrites <laughs> of a very <laughs> Um, interior in, in, interiority field piece to somebody that doesn't appreciate on it. somebody who yeah. doesn't well, and that's what I was that trying to say or... that's what I'm trying to say is you don't you will find people that want you to rewrite their book like they don't recognize what you're even trying to do and they will ask you to write what they would have written but the thing is you might not be trying to yes your whole purpose that was the thing because yeah. I, I read her her stuff and it was nice mm. and she has a completely different style mm. but I wouldn't tell her or them Oh, I don't like that because it has very short sentences and it's telegram. Like it's 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 their style. It's fine. It's it it works for them, right? And I think my style works for me. And they are two completely different styles. But I wouldn't say to a person rewrite your stuff so that it fits my style. Right. So that that's that's a very big thing. So if somebody tells you, you know, you have to be careful about that. You do. So beware, um, beware, falling prey to somebody who doesn't get what you're doing legitimately because I've, I've, I hate to say this but I've had so many writers that any any negative criticism they get they say well you don't That's... you just don't get what I'm doing and I'm like no no we get what you're doing we just are telling you it's not working you might want to do this and then there's some yeah so you really have to judge you have to judge it that way and like I said you know I always tell the story about the beta reader yeah. I had that in a fantasy novel where crazy shit was happening like going to hell and vacuums appearing in people's chests where this critique, this beta reader was like, well, you have to explain how the wolf can talk because they don't have vocal cords. And I'm like, I really don't <laughs> think I... This is so funny because like, it's a fantasy novel. Come on. Like, well, I'm like, I, I really don't think I do. She's going to hell and there are demons and yeah. stuff and crazy yeah. squid-like creatures who yeah. devour. Like, yeah. And she's like, oh, how can the wolf talk? Like, okay, this is where it's next. Like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'm actually curious as to why that was the thing there. That like, Oh, something else too. That's something different between um, internet critique groups and in-person ones in-person mm. ones can be very dangerous if you've got one person that is a tastemaker where one people yeah. like so one person might make that critique about the wolf but because mm. they're like quote unquote a leader mm. all of a sudden uh, tons of people who had no problem with it whatsoever will find a problem with it mm. that is not legitimate that is not mm. legitimate critique but you're going to get a ton of it and you're going to think oh my god everybody thinks this is terrible and i have to fix it no you really don't want um, that's why sometimes in-person groups are not as helpful is because they really are that they have that bandwagon effect. Mm -hmm. So if one person truly has that problem, don't, and, and you can tell when this happens, they'll be like the person that gets everybody. Oh yeah, no, I think so too. Oh yeah. Cause they all want to query favor with that person. Mm. Right. That doesn't happen as much on Scribblefile because, um, very, people can go in and read previous pr critiques, but they aren't presented without being able to escape from it the way they are in person. If you go in person and that one person makes that critique, everybody heard it. Mm -hmm. Somebody might make that silly critique online on Scribblefile or something like that and nobody else read it or they read it mm. afterwards or they read it but it's not mm. in their head because they're actually looking mm. at your work fresh. Mm. Yeah. So that's the other thing you might want to do too. So when you do your beta readers, it's very tempting to give everybody the same document. Mm -hmm. You'll get the same piggyback effect when you have five or six beta readers on one document somebody will find a problem that nobody else saw and then everybody mm -hmm. will doggy pile and make that a big thing when it isn't. Mm -hmm. So it's best if you have maybe a maximum of two similar, a maximum of two similar types of readers on each document, uh, like version of it. So put it up on Google Docs and have different copies for different beta readers because you're going to want independent uh, perspective from each person without the previous person's um, ideas. Otherwise, you end up writing a novel by committee and it won't be very good. Mm -hmm. So you really want to separate your beta readers out so that you don't have all your... And this is an easy mistake to make right off the bat because you don't want all your beta readers on one document. You know, you want to hear... It's happened to us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where um, you've got people critiquing the critique. Somebody will say something yeah. and somebody will say, well, I don't agree with that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's great, but this isn't helping me build a better novel. So... yeah. I definitely think, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would say I, yeah. best best if you can give every single one a fresh one. Now, on yeah. occasion, that will backfire because occasionally you will find a socially outward, believe it or not, they're readers, but they're a little bit more socially outward, and having one or two other people on it will mm -hmm. help it make it feel like a community effort for that beta reader, and it'll, it'll, they'll be more likely to complete it. Because you have to understand that when you ask somebody for beta stuff, that's why I like Scribblefile so much is because everybody's primed to want to read your stuff because they need the karma to put their own stuff up. But in the, in, in the normal life, and especially on the market, 
it's not like that. You really, if you, somebody gives you their time to do an ARC, an advanced review copy, review, or mm-hmm. a beta, I mean, it means something. They're really giving you a lot, you know, to, especially mm-hmm. if your work isn't, you know, if it's your first novel or two, you might not, it might not be as good. It, it, they really are giving you quite a bit. So you really need to acknowledge mm-hmm. that too, if you can. Try to acknowledge your beta mm-hmm. readers, especially the really helpful ones. You know, once you find a yeah, one or two really helpful... Yeah, because this, there's this... I, I, w- I will rant about this on another episode, because, mm-hmm. but there's this um, mentality in the um, Twitter writing community that um, all of us writers, we are um, God's gift to humanity, right? Yeah. And people say, why do... Th- like, uh, beta readers, like, I'm giving them a book, a free book. You're well, not, trust me. What they're giving you, I uh, okay, hate... Okay, no, like, yeah. but I wouldn't read your shitty book. <laughs> like, this is, this is the... I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. But yeah. most books, by the laws of statistics, <laughs> yeah. are not going to be the book, yeah. you know, in the 1% of books I'm going to want to actually want to mm-hmm. give time to read. So this... So this idea that I'm doing you a favor when I'm giving you a book, no. I'm mm-hmm. doing you a favor yeah. but by giving you my time exactly. and my energy yeah. and my brain power. And this should be acknowledged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your, betas, your betas are much yeah. more important to you than you are to them right now. Yes. Um, especially early on. But and like people I said, are so selfish on, on like, mm-hmm. I... My God, this self-centeredness that I see on Twitter mm-hmm. is sometimes... It's, it's mind-boggling. Like... Mm-hmm. Like I don't the arrogance, right? This the this the simple arrogance that people believe they are worth it. Mm-hmm. Like I like everybody not not me, that everybody should give their time and effort for them, that they're doing other people a favor. Like mm-hmm. I just it boggles the mind. Yeah. Like if somebody reads my book, I'm like, Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, you were really nice to me because it took me a while because of the, some of the content for your book and some of the stuff I was going through uh, because your, your book makes me think about things. And so it took me a while to get through it. Um, but, but it's what not... what do you mean I was nice? You, you bought my book and you read it. Like, well, you what didn't I mean is, have to read it. Oh, sure. But, you know, <laughs> like, but what I mean is, you know, you didn't go, have you read it? Have you read it yet? Have you Because I did do that to no, you a little of course bit. No, of course I wouldn't because yeah. you, it's your, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a product which you bought mm-hmm. and if you don't want to, to finish my book, you should even get your money back, right? If you can't read it. Like, it's... <laughs> I, this is I, I I don't feel like that. Yeah. Like, I don't so try. Like I, 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 I think that yeah. I think the key takeaway here is please don't approach people with a sense of entitlement. Also, yes, oh my God, do not be upset if your family does not want to read your book. Please oh, don't, yeah. <laughs> especially your significant other. They may not want to. It might not be for them. Please yeah. try not to I have to, be... to say, I, I make my, my husband read my books. Yeah, yeah. And he's a bit, re- he's a bit reluctant at times. But yeah. then after the first 50 pages, he's like... He, oh, yeah. he, you know, reads them deep into the night, and he was very annoyed. He's very annoyed by John. I know he is because yeah. he he's, he sees that some some of the more annoying traits of John um, are his are very familiar to him. Mm-hmm. But you might not. <laughs> so you might like, be Bruh. in a situation. You know, my significant other right now, yeah. she's not really into reading my books at all. But yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But I've got enough built up. Um, it's fine. Yeah. you have enough people. Yeah, checked. exactly, exactly. So, so don't be uh, don't be upset if the people closest to you, who you think your friends and family, sh- they should want to. That's not the way it works. So no, that's not the way it mm-hmm. works. And you don't want them to, re- to, and you also don't want them to read it if um, they're not your target mm-hmm. audience, right? So that's, yeah, that's not important. I think Scribblefile is great because if even if it's bad, even if your writing's mm-hmm. really bad, first of all, you'll learn that it's not so good. Mm-hmm. But you'll learn it in a typically in a community of other people who've been through this. Mm-hmm. and who will have decent advice to give you to help you get better faster. So nobody's looking yeah. at you like, you should already know this. No, yes, I've never exactly. seen somebody do a critique where they're like, why don't you know this already? Well, because yeah. you're on Scribblefile. You're on, you're on a place trying to learn how to write you're better. You're going there to learn. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. And so yeah. nobody's going to treat you like, um, like you walked into church with no pants on. Mm. Right? They're going to say, oh, by the way, just so you know, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but you didn't put on pants. No worries, no worries. You can just walk out right now. Here, let me show you how pants work. That's kind of more how it'll be than like, ha ha, you don't have pants on. Which in the greater community, unfortunately, sometimes it can be like, oh my God, look at this. This is awful. And people gossiping and stuff. So yes, when we're not patting each other backs because we're all awesome and we all deserve yeah, to be right that. Yeah, we do that a lot. Millionaires, too. yes. Yeah. Well, some of us do. Come on, I mean. Are you suggesting <laughs> that I don't deserve? Some of you do, yes. I want, I want uh, sexy librarians throwing their underwear at me. That's what I want for sure. Like, and money too. But you know, uh, that's the only reason I do this. No, it's not. Mm. It's not. <laughs> I know, right? It's, what a horrible strategy. I will not comment on that. What a horrible strategy. What do I want? Mm. <laughs>
But yeah, I think it's, I think, and if anybody has any questions about beta readers or about, Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, uh, I'd be very interested if anybody's gotten this far into the podcast, if they can give us, maybe, maybe tag us, maybe I'll put up a, maybe I'll put up a pin post about your experiences with beta readers and um, uh, critique groups and positive and negative. Maybe we can get a little bit of feedback based on this. And um, Mm. we really do need to create an email. We can uh, make a Twitter. Uh, we can make a borderline genius Twitter, Twitter, you know. Twitter, but I think we should make an email. We should do that because, uh-huh. and oh, that's easy. The email is easy. I think that's we should do an email that. so we can have people f- send us questions um, or yeah. or feedback about the show. Yeah. And I, I think I think uh, I think we've exhausted it for now. What do you think? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think too. Yes. Yeah. It's great talking to you again. And um, yeah, as always, we don't know what we're going to talk about next time. We don't. I will try to get a few we're, more. We're um, taking a, a short break. Two, two week break or something but well no the podcast is still going up but yeah but we won't be recording well yes we mm-hmm. we personally we have pre-recorded these things mm-hmm. and the podcast is going to continue mm-hmm. every week but we recorded three in a row so I can get some much needed rest while yes you people don't miss anything <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean come on we're so awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we do our best <laughs>